0: This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates from Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154, Movement Mortgage Supports Equal Housing Opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Dispirito on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money-making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Dispirito.
1: Hey, it's Emilio, and I'm thrilled to be here with you today on the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. You are locked in to our real estate program, and during this program, we're going to uncover all of the best ways to buy, sell, and invest in the American dream, and that is real estate. Let me tell you something. More people have become wealthy through real estate as an investment vehicle than anything else. It's a fantastic, fantastic opportunity, and we've got on top industry level, um, we've got on top industry professionals to talk about this with us. So today on the line with us, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Now, Matt writes more mortgages for, you know, the Rhode Island and Massachusetts area than almost anybody. Guy knows his stuff. Movement Mortgage, the number two lender in the country for for home loans. That's a big deal. So, Matt, we're so happy to have you here on the line with us. And, you know, I've got a lot of questions for you, brother, with all this stuff going on. But first, welcome back to the show, man.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, I appreciate, uh, you know, the, the getting on here every week and, uh, and going over all the different, uh, programs and highlights and breaking news that's happening in our industry. Um, I, uh, I'm really looking forward to getting back in the studio and, uh, and recording there. So hopefully this, uh, COVID goes away soon. Um, and, uh, or I, it might be here for a while, but we, we deal with it a little bit better and we can get in there and, uh, I, again, thanks. We'll, uh, that'll happen sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you, Matt, and you're welcome. Thanks for being here. So there's a lot of folks that were you know, unemployed for a while. Unemployment was around 30% here in Rhode Island. It dropped down to about 12%, 13%, which is fantastic. I mean, literally, and, and I figured that was going to happen. But, Matt, there's a lot of people out there that are reaching out to us, and a lot of our listeners uh, that are contacting us, uh, and by the way, 401-217-2333, if you have any questions, 401-217-2333. So, Matt, they were calling and asking in reference to if they were furloughed. And I know you recently had some situations like that. So let's just say they were unemployed. You know, they were they were left without a job for a little while. Maybe they collected unemployment. Maybe they didn't. What is the deal, man? How does that work if somebody has been, you know, furloughed and are they still able to obtain a mortgage? If so, how?
2: Okay. So the, the, if, if somebody's using furloughed income, uh, furloughed means you had a job and then they basically laid you off and then they're going to bring you back as Mm -hmm. soon as, uh, as soon as they're capable, able, depending on the the industry of the job, um, you know, it will dictate different timeframes of when these, uh, customers will be returning back to work. So it doesn't mean that you lost your job forever. It just means that they put it on pause for a little bit until they deal with the COVID process. process. And then, um, as soon as they're able to and capable of having you come back, they'll they'll you'll know, get back to work and and it should be right back to normal. So when it comes to us, um, we won't be able to fund the loan and close on real estate. But you can get prepared to purchase something. Um, So I, I had uh, a number of customers last week call me and say that they were furloughed, but they're, they're in talks with their employer and they should be returning back to work, you know, within uh, the next couple of days, uh, a couple of weeks, I'm sorry. And uh, they'd like to, you know, see what they qualify for when that happens. And we're happy to help them. In fact, I I really encourage anybody that has the, um, the, the goal of buying a house within the next uh by in 2020 um to to get pre-approved right away and we'll factor in as if you went back to work and show you what the budget would look like um if there's any weak parts of the of the loan application it will give us the time there to to uh to to uh fix whatever the issue is maybe it's a credit or, or 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 just work on if it's a credit issue work on getting the credit score up or or whatever improvement there needs to be on the credit report. Maybe it's a dollar amount that you have to save for a down payment in order to get the whole deal done. You can yeah. put a, you can put a dollar amount aside as a goal so you can start to, you know, put. If people are still getting paid for unemployment. Some people are even getting paid more f- from unemployment than they are from when they actually had their job. So why don't we use that money wisely and put it towards the goal of what you would need for a down payment? Um, those are all the conversations that I'm having with people that may not be at back to work just yet. And if you give me a, the right amount of time and the right amount of effort to, 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 to the application process, and the pre-approval process, when it comes time to go back to work, you're already out there shopping. You're, we've already gone over the biggest hump and you can spend most of your time at that point um, getting into open houses, into showings, and sitting down with your real estate agent and going over what type of house that you like to buy. With the, the, the knowledge and the facts of what uh, we went over when we went to get the pre approval part.
1: Fantastic. So, so, Matt, so a couple of questions that I that I have from you there. Um, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, this is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. We've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage on the line with us. We're talking about uh, employees who have been furloughed who still want to purchase real estate. Um, and you can reach out to us, by the way, with any real estate questions to our off-air number 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. Thanks for our callers. And uh, so, Matt, so somebody is furloughed. Um, can they a can they use that unemployment income towards their income? And then the second part of my question is, if they can't, how many paychecks when they are back to work do they need to get that pre-approval?
2: Okay, that's two very good questions. You cannot use the unemployment income from a for-load employee to qualify for a mortgage. Uh, you can't put that on the loan application. People that have, that have routine, regular layoffs, like, uh, for instance, a landscaper gets laid off in the wintertime every year, that's yeah. when we can use unemployment income in situations like that. But you have to have a two-year history of showing when you get laid off and it's usually a routine thing it has nothing to do with covid if you got laid off from a permanent position because of covid and you're in and your and you're for for uh, forload now then you would need to return back to work and the a point in which we would accept uh that as acceptable income would be when you get one pay stub and then we can verify with the employer that they're gonna you know there's no foreseeable for low um you know they're not gonna get for forload again uh, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, say sometimes people work for full-time, but then they come back part-time just to, just to get the ball rolling. They might not be needed full-time. We would wait until the full-time period was, it was in. So, um, but yeah, you can't, what but you can use your unemployment income and savings if you're saving it as dollar amount for a down payment or cash to close.
1: Okay. But,
2: That's- it's similar to like a the stimulus stimulus check. So people like have stimulus checks. Sometimes you know bigger bigger families got thirty six hundred bucks. If, if that sourced income from the government, that uh, that that was deposited into it. A- checking account or savings account so we would be able to accept those funds for some sort of uh you know cash to close requirement depending on people have different you know down payment amounts and and whatnot so we could use that money for that but we can't use it to qualify for income
1: got you okay and then the second thing how many paychecks so they can't use that they can't use unemployment money to qualify but they can use it for the down payment which is interesting i understand that now, how many weeks, how many paychecks do they have to be back into work before your underwriters or, or banks in general will say, hey, look, you are a viable candidate to purchase a home?
2: Uh, so we're going to use one full-time paycheck, but usually with payroll. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Uh, um, I, I'm Usually with payroll. So uh, when it comes to payroll, you'll start one week, work this uh, work two weeks and you'll get paid your your first pay stump for the week before that so yeah. it's 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 usually two depend and then some people are bi-weekly or by bi-monthly so they might have to work the whole month or two weeks before they actually receive their first paycheck so it's all relationship it's all it depends on the employee employer relationship as far as pay, pay schedule is concerned but yeah. uh, let's say it's weekly employee you would work two weeks and get your pay your first pay stub on the second week, um, and uh, so we'd have to factor that. Now, let's say you call me today and you're going back to work in two weeks, yeah, and and we we find the perfect house. I would be okay with as long as the employer verbally gave the employee the confirmation of a start date. I would be okay with giving a pre-approval letter and building the contract out the closing date to inco- to incorporate that uh, four weeks, four, five, six week period sure. so that way by the time we get through the second half of the contract, the, employ- the employee is back to work and we can produce a pay stub and then we can close.
1: Furthermore, the, the realtor can put some contingencies into place on the agreement there which will protect the buyer. and. And, and those, those contingencies actually are already covered through the inspection period, which is literally 14 days. It's 10, calendar, uh, 10 business days, 14 days. Think about that. So that would have them covered alone. They have literally no risk through that time here in Rhode Island. Pull out of the agreement uh, very, very, very easily and get their deposit. They also have the mortgage contingency as well. So if they don't get fully qualified for their mortgage, Matt, If something falls apart they usually have 30-35 days they can get out of the agreement as long as they send the release by that mortgage contingency deadline and uh and they've got you know no skin off their back so um ideally we want transactions to go together but if if you know stuff hit the fan and they weren't able to go back to work then we'd be able to get them out safely so i agree with what you're saying there
2: yeah it's really important for the listeners to know that we have a lot of protections in place so that way we we understand the situation. We make sure that you are as protected as we possibly can, given yeah. all the facts that we know up front. And if we know that employment and for is part of it, we'll definitely effectively communicate that and make sure that everybody is aware of, of that and, and how it needs to, you know, how it plays a part in closing. Yeah. Um, and as long as everybody's under the same understanding due to the circumstances, people have been very, very understanding and cooperative yeah. when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, man. And you know, and 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 before we cut to commercial break, it, dude, the market is is crazy right now. It is still a very very good seller's market. We have so we just have such a limited supply of single family, multi family, even condominiums and and land available. Uh, we're stuck when it is priced right and when properties are moving, ready or ready to build. They are going quickly. They are going very quickly. And priced right, by the way, the prices are high. They're really good right now. They're a lot higher than they were, 7%, 10% in some areas. Some areas, 15% higher than what they were last year. And that's a big, big, big chunk. It all depends on the neighborhood, the desirability of the area, the type of house it is. So there's a lot going on. And I want our listeners to know, and, and we get several calls a week. We want them to know, call us, use us. Whether you want to refinance, whether you want to get an idea of what your home value is and want to track the market, or if you want to take advantage of this high market and sell and buy or relocate, you can use us for that. 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. And lastly, before I let you go, Matt, we're working with a buyer right now. Who's looking in a very high, who was looking in a very highly competitive price range in North Kingstown? This buyer went up against eight other offers, eight offers, right? We constructed this buyer's offer package in such a way where we smashed all other eight offers, right? And we beat out. The best offer, we were 10000 under and still beat them out. So if our listeners want to know how we did that, call me direct, and I'll walk you through how to get that done. 401-217-2333. We have a beast of a team. We're going to get you the house you want. Uh, you know, Again, four different transactions this week, This past weekend alone. We beat out multiple buyers and all of those are buyer's agents on our team. And, and people say, why? How are you doing that? We sell a lot of listings. So we understand sellers and we just position our buyers offers to appease sellers, but to protect our buyers and we get it done. There's ways to do it and we, we crush it. And Matt, thanks for being a part of that with your upfront underwriting and all of those other tools that you and Movement Mortgage provide us with. Kudos to you guys. Anyways, thanks for joining us. Any Any quick final words before that commercial break?
2: No, I, other than thanks for having me, and uh, again, to, to listeners, give us a call if you have any questions at all. We really are uh, doing, doing, handling this uh, whole situation with uh, with ease, and uh, we'd love to help, help you out get into the house that you want.
1: Absolutely. Write down the phone number, 401-217-2333. You know a friend or somebody else that needs help, even if it's just advice. We're happy to help 401-217-2333. We'll be right back after these local messages. Stay tuned right here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, 107-1047 FM, 920 a.m. and streaming on WHJJ iHeartRadio.
0: Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Thanks for joining us. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm Emilio Desperado. And if this is the first time joining us, this is your show all about real estate, buying, selling, investing, any goals you have or any aspirations you have that have to do with real estate and the entire process. We know you're going to get a lot of great information here to take you through that journey. And we're here every single Sunday with you. And we want you to enjoy the content here. And if you can't always tune in, there's no problem with that at all because we record this, we've got a podcast, and you can check it out and you can share it with your friends, your family, or business partners. Just go to facebook.com backslash the team. We've got videos on there, we've got you know uh, different contributors on there uh, with, with all sorts of information, and you can always reach out to us direct. We're here for you: 401-217-2333, anytime. Any questions you need, we're here. So um, with that said, we're going to talk right now about three rules to live by when choosing your next home, right? So if you're buying, it doesn't matter if you're downsizing or if it's your first home or whatever situation you are in, a divorce, or uh, you know maybe you lost your house several years ago and you're getting back into the market, which by the way, three years after owning a home, not owning a home, you're considered a first-time home buyer, if you knew that or not. But anyway, so three rules to live by when choosing your next home, right? You want to make sure, like real estate's like a marriage, guys. You want to make sure you're getting into the right house and that you're not putting yourself in a corner, okay? Making sure that you're not putting yourself in financial uh, dire straits. You want to make sure that you are getting a home you can potentially resell when it comes time for top dollar, okay? So three rules to live by, okay, when doing that. Rule number one. Did not buy the biggest home in the neighborhood. Look, I know it's always enticing to go for the biggest and best model of anything. Believe me, I get it. I've been car shopping before. They start you with the best model, and then all of a sudden, you go down from there, and those leather seats turn into cloth. And you're like, damn it, I want the leather. I want this. I want that. The premium package, but it's 10000 20000 more, right? It's not, and you, know, you don't get it back in resale at all. Right. You really don't. So with the house, not that a house is necessarily related to a car, but with the home, guys, if you are going into a neighborhood that has all primarily three-bed homes and you have a four or five-bed home, it is going to be tough to get top dollar for that property when it comes time to sell, because all of those other homes that are in the neighborhood used as comps, comparables, are pulling your value down while well, your value pulls them a little up okay so I, I hope that makes sense but that's how appraisers look at it, okay while they will give you a credit or they'll give you they'll give you some extra for those bedrooms it may be 10 15 20 thousand each bedroom uh, you know it, you're not going to get that full effect as you would if you were in a like neighborhood with like more comparable homes with 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 homes with maybe larger size so again try not to go for the largest biggest, Highest price home in any neighborhood because all the other homes uh, it only helps it only helps the other homes those other homes are not helping you rule number two don't bite off more than you can chew now this sounds like well obviously Emilio you know I'm not gonna go ahead and you know because the bank says I'm pre-approved to you know eight hundred thousand or four hundred thousand or whatever it is it doesn't mean that I'm gonna do that well that's how everybody starts out. But in this market where there's not a lot of competition and prices are up and the mortgage rates are super low, people are like, you know what, I probably can't afford that. Now, before you make that decision, I want you to think about the hidden costs in home ownership. Maintenance, right? You got maintenance. You got to make sure that the property is maintained inside, outside. You should have a budget for that. What about utilities? Is it an electric Hot water heater? Is it an electric heating system or is it gas or is it oil? Is it something more efficient? Is it solar? whatnot? Find out what those energy bills are if you can and put that and break it down over the course of 12 months and figure out what that's going to be. Sewer and water. Fire tax. Sometimes a fire tax. You'll want to make sure of all this. You want to make sure you're not overspending. You can also think about your fixed costs, too principal, interest on the mortgage, real estate taxes, homeowners insurance, homeowners association fees, condo fees, flood insurance. All that stuff adds up. And if you enjoy shopping, dining, sports, live music, vacation, along with all of your other stuff like your car payments and whatnot, it tends to be a lot. Don't put yourself in a bad situation. Don't spend the extra 50 or 100 grand if you don't have to. And one of the things I always do with clients is they're like, yeah, we want to spend up to this. If they can find a home in a lower price range, I'm going to tell them, hey, look, I know you want to look at 400. We may be able to find what you're looking at at 325. Let's start there. Let's start there. Start low. Go high later if you can't find anything, if necessary, if it makes sense. But definitely crunch those numbers. Okay. And then number three for the hit, um, I'm sorry, number three for the three rules to live by when choosing your next home, thoroughly inspect all elements of the property. And I can't tell you how many times I've had people say, you know what, Emilio, I don't need to inspect the property. It looks great. It's not all about appearance. It's behind the walls. It's It's behind the ceiling. It's under the roof. It's in the chimney, it's in the pipes, like look, let's let's. it's in the septic system, right? Like all this stuff, you gotta get it all checked out. So you wanna get a vetted and local home inspector to rip your future home apart. You are gonna get an 80 to 100 page report that is going to make your head spin. Even on new construction, I would suggest getting a home inspector, okay? not necessarily to inspect a septic if it has a septic because, you know, that was just installed. And, uh, you know, and again, the builder has to warranty new construction for a year. I don't want to get off topic here, but, um, but especially with, with used homes, guys go in there and just do every inspection you can, because it is still, if you're, if you're spending, if you're buying a 300, $400,000 home, you're still going to spend maybe only half of a percent of that entire home to get it inspected. That's like the best insurance policy you can get on a home, right? Because if there's something seriously wrong, you don't want to find out about that later on. If there's a crack in the foundation that pours water into your basement and and we're going into dry season, so you don't know about it, you're going to want to ask that seller to get the basement waterproofed and you're going to want to get that done or you're going to want to ask for a credit. So that's just one example of a million things that could happen with the home. We want you to be protected when you're buying a home. We want to make sure you don't get a lemon. And we want to make sure that whatever is not disclosed originally that's included with the price that you get taken care of, right? Especially if it's a big deal. So 401 217 We hope that information was helpful for you. Be very careful when you're out there buying and shopping for real estate. Don't just jump into the first house because, you know, you think it's it's the perfect one. Look around. Um, make sure you're finding the right home. And a little fact for you I'd like to share real quick before we jump into a commercial break is the average buyer, I believe this was either the National Association of Realtors or Realtor.com stated that the average buyer went from looking to nine houses on average to three houses on average before placing an offer since this whole COVID thing. And I believe why that's happening is because Uh, Photos, video, and all of the other wonderful tools that we have online to check out houses is really what buyers are doing first. So I want you to think about something very quickly if you're thinking about putting your home on the market. I want you to make sure whatever realtor you're hiring is using a professional photographer that they're going to help you stage the property appropriately and prepare your home for sale. You've got seven seconds to impress a buyer. Seven seconds. You want to make sure you are doing just that. Give me a call if I can help you buy or sell real estate here in Rhode Island, or my team can help you in Massachusetts or Connecticut, or refer you out in all other states. 401 217 2333. Any real estate questions you have, give us a call. We're going to be right back here on News Radio, 9 20 a.m., 1047 FM, and streaming on iHeartRadio WHJJ in a couple of minutes. Thank you.
0: Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Desperado. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. Your show all about buying, selling, investing real estate, what to do in between, throughout, and at every single which corner of the transaction. Let me tell you something. Real estate is complex and there is a reason why there are over, I believe, 52 people involved in a transaction alone. It's intense. So you want to make sure you're getting the right professionals involved, whether you're buying or selling. Specifically, we want to talk about selling right now and, you know, simple ways for a minimal investment to make a maximum return in this seller's market. So we brought on one of the best professionals in southern New England. Her name is Kendra Chatterley with Rise Interiors, LLC. Kendra goes in guys, and she makes sure that your property is showroom ready, and she will help you figure out, again, the minimum investment for the maximum return. Her, let me tell you something, whatever you spend with someone like her is gonna sometimes three, four, five times give you a return on investment. So Kendra's got a degree in interior design, She's got a degree, in, a degree in spatial planning, all that stuff. She's fantastic. Kendra, thanks. Welcome back to the show.
3: Hi, Emilio. Thank you for having me. It's always great to be back.
1: Absolutely. You know, uh, and and I've actually had personal experiences working with you and your company, and you've done fantastic jobs. So I, I couldn't not have you on the show here. So, you know, people are getting ready to hit the market, Kendra. You know, we're going into the summer months here, and there's a lot of people that want to get the maximum price out of their home. There's different things they can do to prepare for that. I know you've got a list for us today, so super happy for you to share that with us today.
3: Yes, thank you for having me. So, yeah, um, every investment really comes down to getting the basics. And it's really ensuring that um, we're doing all the minimal pieces, getting it ready, meaning simple things. Um, The most simple things, clean, clean, prepare, um, um, cleaning inside thinning, packing up, um, especially if you're going to be preparing to move, this is a great opportunity to help yourself prepare for the big move. But even if you're settling in, even if during this time you're maybe considering selling, but you're not really ready, but this is the perfect time to start packing up and thinning the spaces, figuring out what's really essential in the space, what you use every day and what you look for, and what is kind of more of a filler piece. Start packing up those filler pieces, start cleaning out the spaces. You'd be surprised in how a major difference it is and it affects you every day. So definitely refer, you know, start with cleaning, streamline your interior, streamline your here exterior. So outside your house is one of the first impressions of your house. Just like ourselves, this is what our you know, our guests, our family, our neighbors, and anyone who's potentially looking to buy the property is gonna see. So we really wanna set that precedent. Doesn't have to be expensive. Get rid of those big thick shrubs that are growing up over your windows. Open up the house a little bit. Let the air breathe around her a little bit. Add in some flowers, small plantings. You can get simple packs of flowers from your local um, garden shop or you know local box store, wherever it is that you find yourself. You can get some great. Um, simple pops of color and start planting. So if you're even thinking of planting next year, this is a great time to start putting those plantings in place so that when she is ready to go to market, those pieces are already established. They're already flowering and it doesn't look like you threw it together yesterday. So there is that fourth, you know, forethought in all of this is preparing, um, you know, the house for ourselves but really in in turn if you are preparing to go to market eventually sooner than later you really kind of want to start working on those pieces so it helps the process when it comes time that's one of the biggest things i work with my clients is Lands- just cleaning out
1: landscaping is absolutely 100 percent vital even if you just you know p- Weed the garden bed, throw some mulch in there, throw some. Power wash the
3: pavers. People don't power wash those nasty pavers in your front yard. Get so them clean. Steps,
1: the green crap on it. Yeah, yes, get that all of it.
3: rake out your yard. If you have dilapidated light fixtures, they're old, they're pitted, the glass is broken, they don't work. You can get an inexpensive fixture and it looks clean. Even if it's not a high-end piece, it's clean and it's presentable and it's functioning. People are going to come after you when you go to market for anything that doesn't work. We want to make sure everything in the house is functioning as well as possible. So that moves us into the layout. Again, making sure it works. When I walk into your dining room, do I know it's a dining room? Can I see that I might be able to fit my dining room pieces in there or do you have four different hutches in your dining room that now makes it difficult to, to see what it is the potential buyer but that goes back to thinning again so cleaning out your house simple things takes no money A couple boxes some elbow grease in an afternoon and you can make a huge difference. Um, yeah, like I said, going back to landscaping, just quickly, cutting your grass. People don't understand when someone's coming to look at your house and it has fresh grass, it's like putting a fresh haircut on. You got to have it all put together and clean. Exactly. It's all right. about presentation. So simple things into fresh grass, cut. Uh, fresh cut grass smells awesome. And that goes back to you and I've talked so many times sensory people pick up on the senses they smell the flowers they smell the fresh cut grass they smell the clean house that you just put together all those things draw a buyer in and now makes it more sound investment they feel like they're buying a clean loved well-maintained home so that's important that gets you money
1: kendra you're absolutely right you know what's the contrary to that they go in and they smell pets they smell a nasty home they smell dirty laundry they smell dirty dishes they smell garbage And let me tell you something, smell is one of those things. You don't want a smelly house. If it smells like diapers or cat pee or anything, people are in and out and your price tag just boom. Exactly.
3: If a buyer can't take the time to walk through the property, they're going to give you pennies on the dime. And if they can't, then they're going to give the same person behind them. They're again, pennies. They're going to get pennies. If you really want your investment to pay off for you, you really need to step forward and, and just clean. Just power wash. A power washers, you can rent them from a lot of local places too. If you Power wash the outside of your house, power wash your deck, power wash those beavers, clean up your driveway, get rid of all the weeds around it. Those little things really play up to the presence overall. And one of the biggest things, paint. Paint is huge. It's still an investment. So you, if you're not doing it yourself, A gallon of paint can still become costly, especially when the budget is really small, but it can really go a long distance. Biggest suggestion to anyone about to paint, be very careful because if you paint one room, the room next to it is now going to look not so great. So you need to find the boundaries. And that's where my last statement to you is getting the professionals involved, having them help you and guide you so these investments are not wasted and that you have the proper resources and support to be successful in what you're doing.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. And Kendra, you're you're right on the money with getting professionals involved, because let me tell you something, penny wise and pound foolish is, is, is what we see often. Right. And so I know when I'm going to buy a property and flip a property or when I'm going to purchase a property, hold on to it when it's time to sell it, I'm going to call you to ask you, hey, what color should I paint this room? what color should I do this should I do that and the other thing that our clients love too between you and me is that we have painters to go in so now it's right. you know you're not seeing the amateur paint job where you've got the the, the splotch of like blue on the ceiling or if right. people aren't painting the rooms pink or purple they're painting them what buyers want right and right I can't even I mean but a color the palette
3: now just for a quick clarity on that Um, a color palette is based on a lot of things it is not necessarily based just on trends people talk about trends all the time to me to me trends are kind of useless those colors have always been valuable depends on what equation or what what i always consider a recipe that we're building into what do your floors look like what are my natural light elements what um what is the structure of the house if we're painting in a house that's from the 1800s she can get a much don't paint her gray she, that house should not be internally just oh. painted all shades of gray. So yeah. there's certain parameters to follow in picking out paint colors to make sure you're complementing both the structure itself, the environment, and what it is that we're trying to play up. If you have a beautiful old fireplace and you put uh, you know, some modern color next to it, it's a clash. It confuses buyers. The right colors support the right architectural elements, and it makes sense to a buyer. If someone's coming into an older house, they're going to be more open to certain colors that are historic that are supportive of that generation of architecture opposed to someone who's coming into a modern house and who's looking for more bold bright and more vivid colors so that's kind of where the parameters gray does not fit everything please everyone stop painting everything white White has a purpose, but she's not for everything. The color is not a a one-stop fix. Um, Color is a lot of thought. And again, it goes into the recipe of the environment. Who's going to be using it? What set colors do we have to work with? Do we have dark trim? Do we have dark floors? Do we have tile floors? Do we, you know, what's going on? Light, all that stuff. So it's an equation. But again, why getting in professional involved? And someone like me who kind of steps in and I offer hourly services, It's about getting those resources so that you're successful in your investment and not necessarily, I mean, a gallon of paint is not inexpensive. So having someone to help guide you into that, make sure that that's a stable sound investment moving forward and you're not getting yourself into more trouble.
1: Yeah. You know, and other than that, it's all the time too, that people would put in into doing it. And then you don't want to have to repaint after you've painted.
3: Oh no. Smart (laughs) investment.
1: If our listeners, if you have any questions at all, give us a call and offer your number 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. We've got Kendra Chatterley with Rise Interiors here. And uh, and Kendra, you know, before I let you go, I want to quickly address something that I run into all the time with sellers. And these are particularly either people that have grown up in a home or people that have lived in a home, raised their kids there. They've been there for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years. They've got an emotional attachment to the house. Sure. And One of the best things you got, you you have to, you have to do. If you want, if you don't want to leave money on the table is you've got to take a step back and listen to the professionals advice. When I go into a house, I can't tell you how many times I have people say like, Oh, well, the, the color's pink in the room and it's beautiful. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, look, Not anymore. Like buyers, Mm -hmm. like for this space, they don't want that. And the shag rugs, they don't want, they don't want rugs. They want hardwood. So again, I'm like, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm trying to help you because I know these people are leaving a ton of money on the table.
3: Yeah. I mean, it comes down to um, what the... again, who's going to buy this house? Are we selling this to a couple that's, you know, downsizing in their sixties? Are we selling this to a young family that's coming in and and needs this big space? Who is our buyer? Again, that's something I work with my clients all the time. Who is, who's our buyer? Who are we preparing this house for? And, and depending on the layout, depending on the amenities of the house, that's really where we kind of start. Um, but again, that all plays into it. Anyone who's preparing to leave a house like that, um, I say all the time, um, you know, doing what I do, it's very invasive. It's 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 tampering with people's houses. We're 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 taking out old and bringing in new, and there's a lot of emotions that come with that. Um, but with that being said, it's it's really about again, if that's something that someone has been in a house for a long time, take your time packing up. Slowly prepare yourself. Get those boxes. Do one room at a time. Slowly start packing. Don't put all your photographs away, but start thinking about you know what you're going to leave up. Again, I start with my clients sometimes a year before they list that we talk about things that need to get done for them to get their money back on the property. So, um, you know, it's floors, people walk away for crazy things, but people now buyers don't want to do anything. They don't want to put in floors. They don't want to do kitchens. They don't want to do bathrooms. That generation's kind of faded. They want stuff done. So unless you're willing to, my clients unless you're willing to leave the money on the table, then we need to talk about how we're going to, you know, really address, The shag carpets, the pink. Again, pink is a subjective color. Some people love it. Some people make them turn around and and flee. This goes back to color theory. You know, it's it's subjective. It's one of those things. So, you know, depending on the space, simplify. I tell people, don't make your bedrooms all different colors. If you're going to paint a house coming to market, the master bedroom can be one color. The other bedrooms will be a secondary color, and then the maybe the main living spaces are going to be. The dominant you know great room color whatever room kind of flows through the hallways um but don't make it too complicated so pink makes it complicated people get a little you know distracted <laughs> by bright colors in time so keep it simple
1: well you know and i could talk with you about for like for forever here but uh we got to cut to a commercial break in a second kendra but you know one of the biggest best things I've ever learned from you I think is awesome was every space has to have a definition and and you you taught me this and when you walk into a house and you see the uh office in the living room and it, mm-hmm. it shows even though there's probably space somewhere for it that the house is too small it's mm-hmm. cluttered immediately subconsciously it yes. throws people into the wrong state of thought and they're already like this house is too small I'm already in a too small house I'm out so staging is absolutely essential Most
3: certainly I tell people what are we trying to tell the buyers because they say well the house doesn't have proper storage I said but we're telling the buyers that it doesn't have proper storage. We need to thin out your overstuffed pantry. We need to get rid of your four crock pots. We need to address these things that are starting to clutter up the space and in turn tell our buyers that they're buying a house that doesn't function. And that's the last thing we want to do coming to market. So it's about, like you said, staging it and, and really getting that presentation just right coming to market.
1: Absolutely. Good stuff. So listen, if you want to connect with Kendra, with Rise Interiors. Go ahead. You can either Google her, Kendra, Chatterley with Rise Interiors, or feel free to contact me direct 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. Kendra, thank you so much for joining us. And everybody always else, nice to see you. You bet. You too. Stay tuned. We're gonna be right back here with riblogger.com's top five events here in Rhode Island, right here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM. This is the Spirito Team Real Estate Show.
0: Now, back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: And on the line with us, we've got RIBlogger.com. And by the way, this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're talking with RIBlogger.com every single week about the top five events here in Rhode Island jennifer thanks for being here with us it's so nice to not have to only do virtual events even though we love the fact that you brought those to us i'm sure there's some stuff out in the community happening and uh, we're happy to hear those
4: yes there's all sorts of things happening and we're looking at father's day weekend so we have some fun father's day ideas as well as just um, great ways to get out and enjoy Um, The lobster and sunset boil is June 21st from 5 to 8 p.m. on the Schooner Aurora in Newport. Um, It also happens every Wednesday and Sunday, so um, if you're not going to do that date, that's fine, too. Dinner is 5 to 6.30, and the sale is 6.30 to 8. Um, The dinner includes the one-and-a-quarter-pound lobster, mussels, corn-on-the-cob, potatoes, or you can choose barbecue chicken and vegetarian options as well. Um, So, again, that's every Wednesday and Sunday. Nice. Family Sunday Fun Day on Father's Day, June 21st, at the last resort with Withend um, at 3 p.m., but it's an all-day Father's Day, all-ages fun. Half-price pool cover for kids, which is $5, um, and $10 for adults, and it opens at 11 a.m., and the show is 3 to 7, so if you want to get that out and about, that's that's another great idea. Harbor Lights is also bringing back live entertainment June 20th from 7 to 10 p.m., um, Would we'll take it to the bridge. You can come visit the beautiful Harbor Lights, experience the joy of live music, which we have been really missing. Um, yeah. There's delicious food, full-service bar, and much more. So um, I have, still have not gotten out to see live music, but I'm really excited that it's coming back around, and, and we have opportunities to do so. Field of Artisans and Food Trucks will be at, Ro- at Rocky Point on Saturday, June 20th, from 11 to 4 p.m. Um, the Field of Artisans is a collection of 50-plus local artists, There'll be live music and 15 delicious food trucks. It's June 20th, July 18th, and August 15th. And the artists in the food trucks uh, vary each day, each each event. So you can go all three times, and you'll see different artists and get to sample different food.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And last but not least, if you were looking forward to the second annual adult Easter egg hunt that was supposed to happen in April, um, it was canceled, and now it's rescheduled at Wright's Farm from 6 to 11 on Friday, June 19th. It's a 21-plus event. Doors open at 6, dinner is at 7, and the egg hunt is at 8. So you can join Dog Orphans and Wright's Chicken Farm for a fun-filled night. Search for your share of over 8,000 eggs with prizes and candy on a family-style meal, And then there'll be a full cash bar, raffles, and music. It's $35, but tickets are advance only. They will absolutely not sell tickets at the door. So make sure you get your ticket in advance for that. Wow,
1: that's awesome. And uh, they can check it all out at riblogger.com. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you. All right, thank you. Take care. Have a good day, Jen. We'll see you next week. Awesome. Again, check it all out at riblogger.com. I'd like to thank uh, Jack, our producer, for putting up with us He's fantastic. Bill, the station manager as well for putting up with us. <laughs> and uh, most importantly, you, our listeners, for tuning in every single week to the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. Give us a call, 401-217-2333 for any real estate help or questions or whatever we can do to point in the right direction. Also, huge shout out to Matt Bates over at Movement Mortgage and Kendra Chatterley with Rise Interiors and Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. Fantastic show today. Check it all out at facebook.com backslash Disperito team. I'm Emilio Desperito signing off. Uh, you know, Father's Day is coming up, too. So we wish you all of the best and happy Father's Day. God bless you. Take care of yourself. Give someone a hug today. And uh, and, and let's uh, let's let's see each other next week here on the Despirito team real estate show. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye.